W, X is for Welcome back to the X and W podcast with our pal Kurt Field. We're back in action. There are a lot of things to discuss. We haven't been around for a while. Feels like yesterday, except it it wasn't. It It was November. That was a long time ago. (laughs) That was a long, long time ago. A long time ago. I just called this out. So we need to be better, by the way. We'll be better. But let, let's let's not let's let's yeah good vibes. Let's be easy yeah, on us. Yeah, yeah. Let's, well, let's, it's let's, summer. Relax. Mental health. We're here, <laughs> Christian. Your mental health has got to be really, really good right now because because well, well, Dan Snyder is no longer the owner of the Washington Commanders, your beloved Redskins. He's no longer the owner. Kurt and I are going to sit back. We will hang up and listen. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear excitement. I want to hear your vibe. What are you feeling at this moment? We'll hang up. We'll listen, gentlemen. Um, this is a lot of this is a lot of pressure emotionally and physically for me right now because I don't know when I thought about this happening. Just because I, you know, the drudgery of it. You know, since November, the different buyers, Dan Snyder, all his crap. I thought this was going to be a little anticlimactic. I thought it was going to be like, okay, well. Okay, he's finally gone. I'm exhausted. But I was wrong. I was dead wrong. Feels like a new day, gentlemen. Let's go. A new day. It feels like uh, it feels surreal. Ding dong. The witch is dead. I mean, you have to think about the last 24 years for me, guys. I was uh, you guys ever watched Shawshank Redemption? Like the guy. Great movie. No. Great movie. You haven't seen Shawshank? There's a great line. Holy shit, Kurt Field. I'm not a movie guy. I know. I know. Guys, listen, I'm young. 27. Yeah, if it was Shawshank Redemption, that's well, like Morgan Freeman. It's like you haven't seen Star Wars. Well, I haven't seen Star Wars either. <laughs> no way. No, no way. Seri- no, I'm serious. I'm not, a, I'm not a movie guy. If it wasn't made like recently, it's like older film. I'm not watching Kurt, it. Kurt, get out. Yeah. You're get a, out. Do you know who Kurt is? He's Bad a vibe. podcast guy. Bad yes. Yeah, sports yeah. guy. And he's a great that's podcast why he's here. guy. We're not here to talk about movies. So we've all seen Shawshank. X, go ahead. But I'm there sorry. is a great line from Morgan Freeman. I can't really do a Morgan Freeman. You can try it, though. No, but try it. Yeah, thank you. Try it. It's about, he goes... These walls are funny. <laughs> First you hate them, then you get used to them. Enough time passes, gets who you depend on. Them. That's in- institutionalized. I like that. That's part. what I was. Good impression. I, I was institutionalized it. for the well, last twenty-five years. So it's happens. I mean, like with the, with Dan Snyder, I always felt like a mark, guys. I felt like a target. You know what I yeah. mean? Like a victim. Like, they, they, he was a, like, a, you know, prey almost, where, whereas, like, not not a customer. I wasn't a customer. I got my team back, guys. Yeah, you're it's back. not his team anymore. Yes, it's, it's a different feel. It's you can mine. Feel it, you can feel it everywhere. You yeah. could see it in, like, when training camp started, the amount of people who just showed up and, like, just to watch training camp. Yeah. Being a training camp yes. guy myself. You know, like, like, yeah. I like, honestly, I, I make fun of you. That was the first time I ever got excited about training camp because it's true, like, 10,000 people showed up on a Saturday, a hot, muggy Saturday. 10,000 for, people. For, that's, like a, that's like, you know, that you see that. That's not abnormal in uh, for other teams, but for my team, yeah. that's very abnormal. No one showed up for training camp. I mean, Josh Harris, God bless that man, got Josh Harris. It's not I, I got to say thank you to Josh Harris and his uh, group of The Sixers still suck, by the way, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But, like, there's not like there was a, 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 a line of shooters waiting out the door to buy the Washington 
Commanders. For God's sakes, I mean, the, where you're talking about a team that lost two-thirds of their fan base probably at the time, although they're all coming back in droves right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, losing tradition, crumbling stadium, name with absolutely no equity, you know, and then in – he bought the team for six billion dollars. That place is a dump. I like mean, FedEx is an absolute. Yeah, I, but I'm they're. Sorry, yeah, they're, it's like true. It's like a rundown 7-Eleven. But it's they're like a already, 7-Eleven they're, from they're 1988. Already making, they're already making improvements, though. I mean, that you you've been there with me. Yeah, it's like a, it's they, a dump. Uh, Jalen Hurts almost died there. I mean, yeah. <laughs> with with the crop with the the rails falling. Wasn't off. there something last year about like sewage leaking or something? Like the, probably. Like, yeah, there's always. Yeah. It's just. Always but it's still like, a fun place to go watch a game. It's a great place to go tailgate. The parking lot is perfect for that. Like you could make that place. A special place to go watch football games, and and Dan Snyder has made it a special place to. It's like Shawshank. It was like it's like Andy Dufresne going through piles of shit for twenty. That's what you did. Twenty four years, you swam through piles of shit. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations I mean, for making and, it. Out. And guess what? You're like the rain is pouring down on you right now. Kurt, I cannot believe you yeah, haven't seen. I don't this movie. know what you're talking about. Like what I'm saying right now is is like perfect for my my guy. That's <laughs> true. I mean, the di- here's the difference now. I can talk to you guys about football, like I could, I could, I could say, oh, you know, Sam Howell is a bit. This is a big game, you know. I could say that without the looming. You remember the Surgeon General's warning, like, well, well, Christian, that's that's cool to talk about, but Dan Snyder's the owner. That means you're never really gonna win. Like, wait, wait, wait. I can, like, I could. I there's. It's not like I'm going to win now. Like, come on, just because the Dan Snyder's gone. Let, let's. We we're gonna talk about football eventually. Skins are or picked picked last in the division, but across the board, they're probably not going to be a good offensive team this year. Now, I don't think they're going to win because the owner's gone. But the difference is now we can win. Like it's possible, I could actually have hope. I think about maybe someday hope. we can win, and I could have. A, it's not hope. it's not completely impossible anymore. I could be a normal football fan. I could talk to you guys like a normal football fan with a normal football franchise potentially. That's the difference. That's the difference. <laughs> That's a great. Can I give you a quick funny story, Kurt, like about uh, Christian? Yes. So Christian. Absolutely. When Dan Snyder, the day that they were going to be sold, mm-hmm. he like, you know, how like, I don't know oh, if it's like your great. girlfriend and you share a calendar and like you put stuff in the yeah, calendar. Yeah, yeah. And yes. like, if you put stuff in the calendar, it's erased. And like, you know what? I, it's in the calendar. I'm going to that event. Yep. It's in the calendar. Yeah. yeah so no, it's already there. Sorry. Christian yeah. put in the calendar on July 20th, I believe, was the date. The Redskins are being sold, and <laughs> I sent a calendar at, at invite. FedEx and, and got him in trouble to, with his wife. To myself and Jeremy, and like one morning, probably like I don't know, like three or four weeks ago, my <laughs> wife's like, "So when are you going to Washington again? I thought you guys only do that in the fall." I'm like, "Dude, I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I have no clue what you're even no, saying." Please. She's like, "Right here, July 20th. It says you're going to to Washington because the team's being sold." I'm like. What? <laughs> like my wife's just getting out of the shower. She's a towel on, and I'm like, I mean, what are you talking Billy, about? You I have talking no about? clue what yeah. you're even saying. You must have at some point accepted that calendar invitation. For yeah, I did. Of course, I did. I mean, that was, like, I, I, just on, I was looking. I was on the toilet. You know, yeah. no, cause this is a little. little there's a re- raid PG. I know. Yeah. But I was going through like you know some some Twitter. I'm like, oh. Owners meeting. I'm gonna send an invitation to the W. Yeah, that's that's it iconic. It was it was amazing. It was awesome. So I'm like, so dude, I'm like, Christian sent it. It's the Dan Snyder's selling the Commanders. It's a big day. Like we're not we're going not to doing DC. anything or going anywhere. It's yeah. just a big day. She's like, it's, oh, I thought you guys were going down to Washington again. That's so great. And not, now is this the this is gonna be the longest honeymoon period, in for an owner ever, isn't it? Yeah. Like it's just like whatever he does now, he's not that guy. He's not the old guy. Yeah. He can't, he's not. There's no way. 
Harris's group could be worse. Like, I mean, like no matter what happens, it, the commanders might suck for the next four years. It I doesn't mean, matter. Really, like, when they got up on that, when they got up on the podium and announced themselves, they really could have said anything. They could have said like, "Hey, I, uh, Christian, you're an idiot," and I would have thought they're the yes. best. They're not. Yeah, they're not. But they're <laughs> they're because it, it wasn't that guy. But I gotta say, I'm impressed with I'm I'm impressed with Josh Harris and this team. Like Magic Johnson. Mark Ein, Mitchell Rails, all those guys. I mean, do you know uh, Josh Harris bought everybody beers? They were at a Burgundy and Soul party that night, you know, celebrate Dan Snyder down in D.C. From Minneapolis, from the owner's meeting, he called in, bought everybody beers. I mean, that's like that's, that's, what it's cool. about. that's called that's, reading that's the room. Yes. That's called reading the room. That's something that the other guy could never was capable of, ever. Just little things like that. He just I mean, didn't care to read the room. And now, all of a sudden, there's a bipartisan legislation that just passed to make RFK available to be – I mean, not not just to do a, to build to be, have a sports team, but to like you know do uh, you know sports recreation, mixed use, retail. They extend the lease for ninety nine years. All of a sudden, the Tim Snyder's out. Like the Republicans and Democrats are agreeing on policies now yeah. to get like them back to D.C. I mean, everything is open now. Everything's on the table, including name change. Yeah, I don't know. What, See, no, that's I, my... I don't think name change is on the table right no, now. No, it's it's I, well, no, it's not. From now. what I'm seeing, like that's not a priority right now. Of, well, it can't be. How the heck yes. are you going to change a name before they they're starting in, in five yeah. weeks? It can't be this. Year. No, it's impossible. The only thing you they think... have to worry about now is fan experience, trying to upgrade FedEx Field, and and that's it right now. And all they're going to do is evaluate. But Magic Johnson said it. Josh Harris said at the end of the year, everything's on the table. And, and I mean, when they asked Magic Johnson on the Today Show about, they're like, no one likes the commander's name. He went, ah! 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 <laughs> that reaction right there. And they said everything's on the table. So, yeah, I get I actually would I'm, I'm 95 percent sure they're going to change the name. Um, I the hate the, the commander's name because no one likes it. No one like it. Even Schefter was interviewing uh, Josh I don't Harris. mind it. But it's just, it's just weird. It's, not, it's like a USFL team. No one I, likes it. I just think it's too many syllables, which... I mean, the commies, might, the commandos, I mean, it's too much. Like, there. commanders. That's three syllables. Like, I guess Patriots is more than that. But, like, but, you, but like, you, it's the yeah. Pats. Yeah, I, exactly. Or like, well, you can't I call them the Jets, Lions. The Patriots and the commanders are the longest syllable teams, I think. Yeah, it's just long. It's wordy. It's mouthy. It's like, eh, I don't know. All no. right. You have a new owner. Name changes on the table. We'll, we'll, we'll porch that. Yeah. So, our... Are the Redskins relevant right now? So, like, what makes whoa, them? Whoa, whoa! Now that so, I didn't say they're going to change. Are they the relevant? The Redskins, me... and as we go forward, are they a team to be reckoned with in the in the NFC East? Or what? Do, where do we go from here? See, now I'm going to talk football. That's what I'm saying. Uh, it's, good. It's, yes, it's good. Exciting. Um, good. And now that being said, I think it's going to be a tough year. Well, I think what it all comes down to is Sam Howell. I mean, Sam Howell, if he's good. The, red, the, the Washington defense is, I mean, this could be a special, special unit, the, the defense. They could be a top, I mean, I'm not, I really think they could be a top five unit. I think they were top five last year in every statistical category, you know, with a pro football focus and all that. Um, and I think they just got better, and Chase Young now is back, and I don't you know, that's another conversation. Yeah, is he? I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. Is he is he is he ready to be coached now? I mean, that's yeah. the problem. Before, it was just like panicking about not getting enough sacks, and then, you know, then so you know Josh Allen will run for a thirty-five yard gain because he's not containing. You know that's that's the problem with him. But you know now our offensive line questionable. Sam Howell, I mean he has a good upside. Questionable. So so speaking of questionable, Sam Howell is is he definitely right now the opening day starter or is Jacoby Brissett? Because uh, I think Rivera likes Brissett. I think Rivera is like too. I think he I don't does know too. what I where I saw this today. I, I, was it on Twitter or whatever X? 
Yeah, he, he said, don't sleep on Brissette. That's what he said. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, like, X. Said, yeah. It's like, I'm going to go to X and go X yeah, what tweet. Do you send, I, what do I do say? You send an X? Like, I'm going to go send an X. Yeah, anyway. so weird. Yeah. Irrelevant. I'm going to send an X. Yeah. Is, is, is Sam Howell definitely the opening day starter? Or does Jacoby Brissett take first team reps? I think it's his. I think it's Sam Howell's job to lose. But I think he could lose it easily to Jacoby Brissett. But it's I smart think having I think Brissett like, as a backup plan. I think he's a professional. Yeah, good back. He's a, he's a really good one of the best backup quarterbacks, I think, in, in the NFL right now. But, um, you know, that yeah, I don't know. Like, see, the thing that bothers me about Sam Howell is last year Ron Rivera wasn't going to start him in a meaningless game against Dallas, and it took Taylor Heineke to go into his office and say, "Hey, no, I think he should." not start me i mean we're out of it you started carson wentz last week and not me and now we're out of the playoffs so yeah start sam Howell. start him and also on his qb1 right after that and he, he needs complete 11 passes that game i mean i don't know it just seems really strange the whole thing with ron rivera ron rivera and quarterbacks i don't know i like the way i i think there's not a better man to go through what the last couple of years of uh, you know, all the, the turmoil and dysfunction with the questions with Dan Snyder. He kept everyone together. He's great at that, but I just think he's just a, there's a weird blind spot with quarterbacks he has. I mean, the Carson Wentz thing, the Sam Howell thing, the Taylor Heineke thing. It's just, I don't know what he's doing. Like, it, like if you if you want to listen to, to Ron Rivera, wait a day. It'll change the next press conference when it comes to quarterback. So I, don't I mean, know. you know better than we do. Like I, I mean, yeah. it just feels like the Commanders are in like quarterback purgatory. It's like yeah, always it's, since yeah, Joe Theismann. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, like it's yeah. just like there's never been the guy who's been there, and it's like so with me. I feel like you know, I I don't know a lot about Sam Howell. I know he kind of was okay to end the last year. Jacoby Brissett is like a pro's pro. But his upside, there's not a t- there's not a ton of it. Like you know what he is. You like, know you're gonna get. You, yeah, you know, he'll run for he'll scramble for a couple yards. I mean he'll 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 hit this short to intermediate routes. He's not throwing the ball deep. He'll like, run the offense. He'll no. manage the game, but he'll do it. He'll do it professionally and efficiently. But he doesn't turn it over a ton, which is good. No, game. it's not. But I mean, but again, this is a is a bigger picture thing here. But like if you if you comparatively look at the NFC and the AFC, oh my god, the NFC is wide open. Like. Yeah. It's wide open, so yeah. I mean, if you could you could get in as a playoff team and make some noise. It's like it's it's there for the taking. Almost every good team is in the AFC, right? Pretty I mean, much. What, you, have, you have Philly, Dallas, you have San Fran, Dallas. Dallas. No, Dallas is good. Dallas. Sorry, uh, Dallas is good. Let's talk. We'll talk about Dallas a little later. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> I mean, how many times have you seen him on Sports Center? Like every the same. It's the same story every single year. Dallas on Sports Center in August. I'm watching like oh Dallas, Dak Prescott, blah blah blah. You know, Ezekiel obviously is not there anymore, but, like, the, this defense, this passing game, blah, blah, blah. Well, every year Dallas is the same exact thing. Every year. they Not to the degree that we used to do it. I'm saying used to because I think it's going to change, but they overpromise and underdeliver all the time. Do you hear what Jerry Jones said? No. But what I'm sure it's bullshit. That old crazy coot. I mean, he said a lot of things. Yeah. About he like how, put the, how put, everybody's on watch. Everyone put the NFC East on notice. He does he, say that stuff all the so time. So stupid. But there's a lot of stuff going on in Dallas. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, puts everyone on notice, the NFC East. And it's funny. Actually, it's funny when he had said that quote. He said the Philadelphia Eagles, New York Giants, and the team in Washington. He came and say commanders. He can't say the word commanders. <laughs> it bothers him. Um, but it doesn't seem right. It, it still just feels no, like it it's feels, the Redskins. Yeah, it feels like it we're in the Matrix. It does feel like it's the Redskins. Yeah, it really does. And that game's that, that name's actually gaining a little steam where I thought it was a 0% chance that name was ever coming back. Zero. Now I think there's maybe like a – Two percent chance. Two, three. two. Hey, that's higher than zero. Yeah, I don't think it's coming back, but 
two percent. Probably but, not. But let's not, let's go. Let's focus on. So that. we'll we'll get back to the NFC East. We'll get back to the Redskins or the the Commanders. Sorry, and I jumped the Cowboys. That, jumped that gun. That's okay. Um, we're gonna shift gears now to the AFC East, and we're gonna go. This is the training camp, Kurt segment. Oh, let's oh, go. Yes. Seven on sevens, 11 on 11s. So you want yeah, stats? I'll give you stats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we want summary stats. I, I will start with this. And what, and I don't know if you've been hearing the same thing. The last two days, Mac Jones has looked better than he's ever looked at training camp the last two years. Like it's like a, it's completely night and day from last year where they're holding that team meeting. David Andrews is yelling at the team. They sucked. And the people that were watching closely with the New England Patriots, they knew something was up. And that they were going to be bad next year. I thought you said Mac Jones looked unbelievable last year in training. No, that was two years. That was two. Years ago. That was two when he was a rookie, ago. I was all over. Like, I when was it was like, him oh my god, like Cam 11, Newton, eleven out of eleven or something. Oh, I was talking. I remember last I year there was stories. turmoil. There was a bunch of like you didn't know who the offensive coordinator was. You didn't know who yeah, was going to call weird. plays. It was like so beyond stupid what they did last year. It was a waste. But I feel like this year we've taken a hundred and eighty degree turn. Mac Jones has looked good. Kurt, your thoughts. Training camp segment with Kurt. Okay, so first off, you're spot on. It, I think what's so crazy about when you look at last year with the Patriots and this year with the Patriots is just that the, the idiots are gone. The the bozos are gone. You're not having Joe Judge and Matt Patricia, a special teams coach and a defensive coach. Uh, you know, they're not calling offense anymore, which is uh, shockingly improved for Mac Jones. Uh, so basically, how weird, how weird is that? Um, you have Bill O'Brien come in, which I think, you know, everyone talks about, oh, free agency, the Patriots didn't do a whole lot of free agency. I, I agree. They could have done, they certainly could have done more. But you bring in a competent, proven offensive mind in Bill O'Brien, and oh, wouldn't you know, offense looks pretty good in training camp, apparently. Obviously, like, I'm not, we're not there, we're not watching, but, you know, my entire Twitter or X feed is all Patriots beat report. This is all I see. Huh? Um, and basically what was so weird about last year is that, you know, Mac Jones is not a gifted athletic quarterback. He will never be that guy. But like He's a breathtaking body. Though. Yeah, oh my He's god, body of fucking god. Um, um but basically what what was so strange about last year is Mac uh Matt Patricia made it so he Mac Jones could not change a play at the line of scrimmage. So Mac Jones' best asset is his brain. Similarly, similarly to how Tom Brady operated with like he'll beat you before the play even starts. Peyton Manning, same thing. That's Mac's best trait, I guess. And and essentially it was taken away from him last year. And basically the the reasoning behind that was Matt Patricia's like, oh, we just want to see how that run play looks up against that front. Well, if you know it's not going to work, what's the point in seeing it up against that front? It really made no sense from the get-go. Um, that's gone. Mac Jones is back to making checks line of scrimmage. And all of a sudden, the Patriots, who were the 32nd-ranked football team in the red zone last year, all of a sudden is having some success in the red zone and during, tra tra during training camp. And the Patriots' defense is fucking good. They're very good. So, Their defense is very, very good. And here's the thing, and I said this to you the other day. I'm like – who are the Patriots? Are they just going to completely suck? Or are they lurking in the weeds, you know, with the Jets, who we're going to hear a lot about. We'll talk about the Jets later. And the Bills, you know, I'm still, again, I have receipts of being mm -hmm. on this podcast saying how overly overrated mm -hmm. the Bills are. And uh, I'm blanking on Miami. Uh, no, no, not Miami. Uh, Miami, but like uh, 
You don't like Aaron Rodgers? Josh Allen. I'm like the quarterback. Uh, Josh Allen. Like, I'm, I was going to Aaron Rodgers. They, he's he's won one, what, one playoff game? One. So, uh, let's all that aside, are the Patriots lurking in the weeds? Can Mac Jones be a guy that runs this offense in, in a much more efficient manner than last year, obviously, with, with Bill O'Brien, and then the defense plays great, and then all of a sudden they're in a, a AFC East playoff race with the Jets, the Bills, Miami, what team are we going to see? Are yeah. they going to I don't think they are. No. The more and more I watch, I don't Again, I'm putting my Patriots <laughs> glasses on. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and that's who I am, but I I don't think this team is going to suck. I really don't. I don't think they're going to suck. I think they're going to compete, and I think the product you see on the field is going to be so much better than last year. But the product can be better on the field and your record might not be drastically better. They are that it is the toughest schedule in the NFL. I don't know if you've seen it. They're going to start one and three again. Like, like it just is what it I, is. I remember the beginning part of their schedule is absolutely brutal. Yeah, I mean they're going to start one and three. They're going to be climbing the commanders up. Commanders games the first like. I'm like, oh, the cupcake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> that's not a relief. No, game. it's not. That's no. not a relief. It's like the game. Saints and then the Commanders back to back weeks. Like, thank God. Um, you, know, you guys find it interesting that I think the the Skins and the Patriots are very similar in how they're how they're being predicted. Yeah. And but they're also two dangerous teams. And the defense is really good defense. Yeah. And then the offense is the question mark. It yeah. seems very similar. I, you know, I think is. about it that way. No, it is. That game, well, if we go to that game, it's going to be like 9 to 6 is the final score. <laughs> it will be, Field yeah. goals all around. Yeah. Well, I think if the Patriots' offensive line can protect Mac Jones and he can make the, is able to make those decisions and quick throws, he's going to be very, very effective. I agree. I mean, they don't have many. Like, again, I can't, you can't depend on Juju Smith Schuster. He was good in Pittsburgh three years ago. You have to depend on him, though. That, you, well, that's the like, thing. Like, I mean, is that your, is that your um, WR1 this year? It might be. I don't think they have a WR1. Really but yeah, be, it's yeah. by default. I think it's him and then Devontae Parker, who also can't stay healthy, which is what's scary. When you yeah. let Jacoby Myers walk in free agency, you essentially, the same contract, essentially, Joe, Jacoby Myers got with the Raiders, you gave to Juju Smith Schuster. Therefore, you think Juju is is better than Jacoby Myers because you wouldn't give Jacoby that contract. I think Juju is more explosive, which the Patriots have zero explosiveness on that offense. So that's good. But again, it's a guy who missed OTAs and missed minicamp because he's rehabbing another another injury. So it's like you can't count on that guy for 17 games. If he gets you 13, you're like, well, My daughter would be so happy how many times you said Juju Smith-Schuster. She loves she <laughs> It's loves a great name. name. It's, it's a great name. name. <laughs> but I mean, Juju. I feel like if the tight ends play well, they protect Mac Jones. Stevenson has a really good year because I think Jacecki and Hunter Henry, like I think Bill Belichick likes that style of offense. Bill O'Brien has, again, there's, there's receipts of him doing really well with two very good tight ends. You know, they went to the Super Bowl in 2011 when they had Aaron Hernandez and, and Gronk. And, you know, obviously Gronk was injured in that Super Bowl. But, like, you know, he, he works well with that style of offense because, like, those, that team didn't have a great wide receiver in 11. Like, no. I can't even think who their wide receiver was that year. I may sound stupid, but Bill O'Brien, the coach of the, of the Texans during that run where they just, with no quarterback, they make the playoffs every year? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So Bill now, O'Brien. Every year. So yeah. let's, let's, every year they let's rewind the, the clock. Nasty defense. Let's rewind the clock where, like, yeah. Redskins, Patriots, 2011. The famous incident where Tom Brady in that game. That this is, we Rex, at, this is so the Rex Grossman game? Yeah. This, we're going off script right now, but I yeah, don't care. Fine. That was the game that, like, 
Christian and I almost did not make two. And I, that's, was that the one where I was like, who's this number 87? I know who he yes, was. Yes, so Gronk he was a rookie. That, I think it was a rookie that year. Yes. And he was running over everybody. And it was the game where Tom Brady and Bill O'Brien were screaming at one another. So Bill O'Brien was the offensive coordinator that year in okay. 2011. Oh. So now he's their offensive coordinator again. That's right. And he had the two tight ends. So Bill, I, I think he's going to do a great job. I do too, and it's not a question about that for me at all. I think Bill O'Brien. So, you think about the Patriots and what Bill Belichick has always done, and it's it's uh, you talk about playing chess uh, whenever I was playing checkers. Bill Belichick was the first guy to essentially have a football team that was based around a slot receiver, like it was with Wes Welker in two thousand six, seven, eight, nine, whatever. And then once that kind of you know everyone else was like, oh, we need a slot receiver. Belichick pivoted. He's like, let's go get two tight ends. And then it became the Aaron Hernandez, Rob Gronkowski show. And then everyone's like, oh, my God. When you're in this 12 personnel with one yes. running back, two tight ends, it's like you can really – because, again, with two tight ends, you don't know if an offense is going to run the football or they're going to throw the football. So, basically, whatever an offense brings in for personnel, the defense always – sends in like a, a counterattack. So basically if you have two tight ends, maybe they'll put a linebacker on the field instead of a, a safety. Okay. Now if you're going to throw there's the ball, a huge there's mismatch. a huge mismatch yeah, yeah. with this linebacker on a tight end whether it's or a safety on a tight end. So you guys just still know how to defend. They, no one knows how to defend that. Kurt right. Field is my OC. Hell yeah. Let's go. Hire him X. So what <laughs> <laughs> that's that's gonna sound good on people's ears. Um, it's it's like you know yeah. Hunt, Hunter Keep Henry. Your mouth around that microphone right there. <laughs> <laughs> Black thirty. Red. Go ahead, Kurt. Sorry. No, I'm just, just trying to pump you up. Man. No, it's great. I love man. when you're talking it's football. It's great. Like nerding out. I'm totally nerdy. Safeties. Uh, Twelve personnel. We're getting really oh, yes. into the into the weeds right now. But it's you know weed it up. It's it's it's. You watch. Mike Kosicki and Hunter Henry are going to have, have good years for the Pats this year I, I totally because agree. of Bill O'Brien. I, I, I 100% agree with that. So let's put the bet. There's no there's no QB controversy, even though like two oh, days no, ago. No, 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 so no. Is Bill, so Bill Belichick, I think, comes off really, really smart here because two days ago uh, I was watching ESPN. He was in the press conference, and like someone asked him about, like, is, is Mac Jones your day one starter? And he said what? He said Everyone. everyone's competing for positions. Yep. That's how we go. Blah blah, you know. Yeah, the classic Bill Belichick. Yeah. Position. I mean, what guys are competing? Yeah. Just gonna be. So, but he looks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he looks great because Mac Jones last two days has balled the fuck out. Yeah, who's like, the backup? Uh, Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zappi. Oh, Zappi. Yeah, Zappi yeah. fever. Like the, let's, we're putting that to bed, correct? Yeah. And that was yeah. Taylor Heineke of the we're, Patriots. We're putting it to bed. I'll tell you what. I feel like jo- Jacoby Brissett has a better chance to start opening day than Bailey Zappi. Yeah, ba- yeah. yes. Bailey Zappi is not starting for the Patriots. No, at week one, unless Mac Jones gets hurt. I was at the Patriots Bears game last year where the Patriots got embarrassed. I'm Terrible on, game. I'm on, probably the worst Bill Belichick like regular season game ever. Like they got embarrassed. The Bears didn't win a game the rest of the season, and they beat the Patriots by like thirty in New England. And you know, Patriots fans were chanting for Zappy, and Mac was like sulking on the bench, and Belichick was like telling people at halftime, Mac's going back in, but they never went back in. It was the weird. Last year was the weirdest year of football I've ever seen for the Patriots. Oh, for the like, Patriots, it didn't it make was, any sense. It felt like we were like one of those bottom feeder teams. Yeah, I mean, that they do went dumb shit. They went like the Commanders. Patriots fans, <laughs> they were so funny right now. They went eight and nine. <laughs> we're and, so adorable. Like, Aren't we cute? <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I'm, you know, think about my two years, like my two decades on this earth, almost three. Like they always just in the AFC Championship game. Like this is the first yeah, you, yeah, you, four you, years. Last stretch. year was just like you. you'd seen like, nothing like. I was like, whoa. It. This is what other poverty franchises feel like. Oh yeah. Oh god. I'm like, I don't like it here. But I, uh, could, sur- I could sit around a campfire with you guys and tell you old fabled stories about <laughs> about a destructive. I bet you could. <laughs> yes, you could. By the way, can I say what? Can I tell uh, the audience? You can I say love, whatever I love you want. Saying audience. Uh, <laughs> but what our boy said yesterday at our little uh, cookout, a little seafood boil. About the Bears? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. 13 and 5. Thir- Shut <laughs> up. Who's that? Bears fan. Our friend Dan. Yeah. 13 and 5. 13 and 5. <laughs> Holy hell. And I said, that, the best part, I said, yeah, how's your defense? Terrible. <laughs> I'm like, well, okay. So he wow, has. Your a, offense is really going to carry He has okay. them at, at. Justin Fields. What's really crazy about 13 and 5, too, is there's only 17 regular season games. So it's like, uh, he's already given them a playoff. 12 and 5. 12 and 5. No, then he changed it to 13. Mary amended it. Oh, yeah, no, he had 13 a beer, and then he amended it to 13 and 4. No, no, 13 oh, and 4. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. I said, yeah. So that's okay, why I, I was confused like, the two predictions. <laughs> I was like, he already gave them a win in the playoffs. I'm like, nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. <for> a loss. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> it would have to be a loss. Nice. That's Walter so Payton is not walking through that door. No, there's Mike Singletary. Oh, God. Jim McMahon. Good stuff. No. <laughs> okay, well, that's Dub Bears. Willie Galt. Willie Galt. <laughs> I don't know so, any of those. That they're Asian ourselves. Okay, so what's so happened in the AFC East? Patriots are going to make – are they a threat or no? Bottom yes, line. Yes, yes. They are a threat. I say this every time. <laughs> like I know you say Josh Allen's overrated. You say the Patriots are – Which is true. Usually you say the Patriots can win the AFC East. So Who's the Patriots – the AFC East this year? Who is it? Well, Say something different can, this can year. We, can we get back? Can we get back to that? Why do we always have to get back to it? I want to get back to it. You said I want to get back to the Jets, but we're talking about the FCs. So I want to get back to the Cowboys. I want to get to the Redskins. What do we want to do now? We're gonna do good vibe, bad vibe. You're confusing. Because I think it's all gonna mesh all tightly this together. This better be a really good vibe, bad vibe. It's gonna look great. Bad vibe. It's gonna look great. But like, the Patriots are a threat to win the AFC East. Okay. I am, they're they're, I am, they're I am, not a threat to win the AFC I East. I am more of a believer. I am more of a believer that the Jets are tough. Especially with whoa, Aaron whoa, Rogers. whoa! I thought we were gonna get yeah, back. Wait, to so we'll get back hold to that. On, hold, I am. I'm gonna do it right now. God, right. This guy. So, a, you know what? It's all about what W wants to so talk about. On good this vibe, bad vibe segment. Let's go. You ready? I love G. Now I'm ready. Now I'm ready. Aaron Rodgers. I'm ready. Aaron Rodgers and the Jets are for real and will win the AFC East. How far they, can they go? Good vibe, bad vibe. They're the AFC East champion in 2023. Kurt, go. Good vibe. Yet. If you asked me a week ago, I was gonna say bad vibe because you. I feel the way I. Th- he because I thought week four he'd be pointing fingers at all of his receivers and blaming people. But then he took a. I don't know why this makes no sense why I feel this way. But then he took that pay cut yeah. right for the next yeah. two years, and for some reason that made me like just step back and be like, I might be jumping on the Jets bandwagon now. So I'm gonna say good vibe. Here's Which, where here's where I'll go with this stuff. I don't know why. I think the Patriots are going to be competitive, but I don't think they're going to win the AFC East. I think Buffalo, I think Buffalo is going to take a major step back. And Agreed. By, I think they're a hot mess. And by major step back, I mean like they might be. 11 and 5 or 11 and 6 or whatever which is which is a, a pretty significant step back sure. for them. Sure. Like, you know, Leslie Frazier, their defensive coordinator leaves r- randomly. Kind of strange. Um and now Sean McDermott's calling the defense there. Josh Allen, you know, yes, Stefan Diggs is great. Behind Stefan Diggs, <coughs> how much you trust Gabe Davis or Nobody. someone like I'm yeah, like you don't, like, you don't, don't have a lot of yeah, yeah, he's gone. Cool. You don't yes. have much there. I'm like I don't know. I love Josh Allen. I think he's one of the best three quarterbacks in the NFL. I don't trust Buffalo to be as good as they've been in the past. 
than Miami. I think they have a fantastic offense. I think their defense is not very good. Uh, Jalen Ramsey's now out till December. That sucks for them. Tua's out week five. That's injured. what I'm gonna say. I he's not. He, Tua Tungavailoa is not playing a full NFL season. There's, Zero. There's no, no way. way. Well, unless they do point. a better job Let's of like. There's got to be some Vegas odds him. on that. I wonder what the over under is on that. Yeah, I'm sure there. We could better zero right point better right zero percent chance. Yeah, yeah. I get DraftKings up. So what has? So I've been following the AFC obviously as closely as you guys have. But isn't there something going on weird with? Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen. Is there something going on weird with ownership? Isn't there like a bunch of drama in Buffalo? Yes. Stefan Diggs, Stephon, uh, the first practice of training camp, he left. He he left. And then he came back. Professional. Uh, and Sean McDermott said he had, he's like very concerned about Stefan Diggs and like wh- like his attitude and him leaving. And then the next day it was all honky-dory. It's all fake up there. It's, something's weird. And then think back yeah. to the Buffalo's loss in the playoffs last year. Stephon Diggs going ape shit on the sideline. Like, he's just not like a pro's pro. Like, he's a little prima donna. A like little a, bit of old Del Beckham. Yeah, he, yeah a little OBJ. Lot, yes, a lot of receivers so, but, are but, like but, that. But now back to the Jets, which is back to the good vibe. I don't trust Miami. I don't trust Buffalo. And I don't trust New England. Yes. Now, I think this Jets team could go one of two ways. Either mm-hmm. they're out of the playoffs midway through or – they're go- they have a legitimate chance to win a Super Bowl. And we looked at their schedule the other day. It's murderer's row. Yeah, so that's but, they could be four and four to start and then just win the rest of the Well, they, they could. very yes. well could. Yes. Yeah. But, well, like, are they going to be able to survive going four and four? So, is Aaron Rodgers, like you said, is he going to point fingers and be like, F you, F you, F you? Or is he going to be, or, or is he going to galvanize a team like he did when, when Sean Payton made his comments? We'll talk about that a little later. Like, like he did and stood up for Nate Hackett and said, That's my coach, man. Don't be saying that shit. Yeah. I'm which, so which glad. Is awesome. I'm so glad you mentioned that because that's when I was like, "Oh fuck." Like, yeah, I'm like, it's yeah, his, yeah, that, like, Aaron it's his gets team. It. It's that's his team. It. He cut yeah. his hair. Yeah, right, right. Thank God. God. <laughs> that's weird. Be in the room, but like, he didn't survive the the dark the, the darkness retreat. Which he survived the darkness retreat. Well, he, looked guy, like he bailed out. Idiot. Early. I mean, like he. Like, I wish he just stayed. He in there. looks locked in. Yeah, he should have. I think Aaron Rodgers, shit, I'm saying to myself, right? Like, he's this an is, F- whoa. This is, well, here's I, the thing. Is W on this podcast? He's yeah. an, Where is he? He's an FU mode. Oh, I, yeah, I know. I'm saying, like, I'm just, it's coming to me right now. Like, Aaron Rodgers is an FU mode. And the Jets defense is already top five in the NFL. 100%. They're nasty. If you look at the Jets last year, they finished, I think it was seven and 10. If they had anyone else at quarterback, aside from Zach Wilson, yeah. they're, they're a double digit win team because that defense. He's he almost so legit. Like white, right? They got the guy yeah. named White. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. That I, and the thing is, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to learn a new. He's he's taking his offense. That's the his guy. The he said it. it. But he doesn't have to know it, learn anything. And he's got he's got a couple of those guys. He's got Lazard, right? Someone else. Cobb. Cobb. Yeah. I mean. And you have he, Garrett he Wilson. Have to learn anything. Garrett he's, Wilson's a dog with a nasty defense. I, I mean, I'm telling you, Priest Hall, I, the I'm running not a back. Huge fan of the Jets coach Sala. I think he's an idiot. But I think he's going to get out of the way. I feel like he's just not. He already has. He's Sam not going to right screw yeah. anything up. This is Aaron Rodgers' Shit, organization. No, they are. And they are. Yeah. And again, they talk about the beginning of their schedule. There's a real chance. They, they're uh, Bills on Monday Night Football Week 1. Then they're at Dallas. Then they're home against the Win. Patriots. Then Monday night, uh, Sunday night football against the Chiefs. Then they're at Oof. the Broncos. And then they're home against the Eagles. Like, there's a chance they're two and four. Yeah, like, absolutely. I do not want the Broncos to But the key to be is surviving no, that. That's a win for them. Sean the Payton, key is surviving no. that. God, that, 
What an arrogant prick that so, guy is. What goodbye, an, bad like, vibe. God. Real quick. Goodbye, Wait, bad. what's your answer? Goodbye, bad. Uh, good vibe on the Jets. Good vibe on the Jets. See, this is a, and, like, this I, I think so. You like, all your, you all your provocative <laughs> issues on your goodbye, bad vibe. That's why we're not allowed to talk about anything. True. I keep jumping ahead. You're, you have all this list of goodbye, bad vibe. I know, vibe. but, you, but it's, it's all right. So that's, okay, a, good, go that's a good so, vibe sweep. It's a good vibe sweep. We don't do any preparation on this podcast, just so you know. W. Jets are for real in the AFC East. Kurt's prepared. We're I just talked myself into that too. Not bad. And like I, I just yeah. talked, I just talked myself into like Aaron Rodgers being in fu mode, well, which is this is very uncharacteristic of you. I remember the time in I can't stand Baltimore Aaron Rodgers. when you were <laughs> insulting a dad and a daughter about Aaron Rodgers. I think he is a horrible leader. But when he made that comment coming at Sean Payton, I was like, maybe at the age God, of sometimes you evolve. Be a yeah. You grow God, and you evolve. Yeah. Damn it. You evolve. Yeah. Uh-huh. So right. he evolved in a way where he talked about Sean Payton. So Sean Payton made some ridiculous comments the other day. Is Sean Payton just a D bag? Good vibe, bad vibe. Is he just a D bag? Good like, vibe. D bag. Yeah. Good vibe. Yeah. He's like, a, where'd he's that a, come he's from? Arrogant, arrogant he's a, yeah, jackass. Good vibe, too. He's an arrogant jackass. I mean, those comments. But why? That, but I, it came out of nowhere. Let's not forget the character of this man. I don't think man. he keep his mouth shut. I think he's just that much. I think it's his ego. I think back to like Bounty Gate with yeah. the Saints. This yeah. man has no character. And then even last year when he was on Fox, he was like calling other people out for like their, their coaching mistakes and stuff. Obviously, he wasn't done because he did it the other day too. But like I'm like, dude. I know you won a Super Bowl with the Saints, but like, you haven't done a lot. Like, and he had, had some dr- good teams with the Saints. You had some loaded teams. He screwed teams. that Super Bowl up when they lost. Um, they, they the teams that won the Super Bowl. Nothing will make the Pats. Nothing will make me happier than when you know he makes he all these comments about Nathaniel Fack, Nathaniel Hackett, yep. and Hackett. then Hackett. and then <laughs> <laughs> like when he goes, uh, you know, four and thirteen this year, I'm gonna laugh my ass. Off. I will love that. Yeah, you know, but like some, the problem some, is with those comments is that like he. Has a built-in excuse. Oh, like Nathaniel Hackett screwed up the team. Yeah, it's like screw that. What that's yeah. oh yeah, he's the hero be, coming be, in. Be that's better. That's like Josh Harris coming in and talking about the, the easy layup. Talk about Dan Snyder. Harbaugh. He didn't do that. He, he didn't mention him one time. And there's actually uh, so you guys hear the rumor that you know you hear Sean Payton talk about um, a perspective when there was still the sale process going on with Washington, a perspective buyer going to Sean Payton asking him if he wanted to coach. So then Sean Payton comes up. And starts announcing like, "Hey, someone came up to me and wanted me to coach the team." I said, "No, you know, because they're not ready. The sale's not closed yet." But I mean, that's like now. That's like basically the same thing they did, he did to Hackett doing that to Ron Rivera. Hundred percent. Like, oh, yep. looking for a coach. Yes. Hundred percent. Like, said, well, why would you announce that to anyone? He's just like, it's like a code breaker. I mean, you don't want you don't want to you don't want this guy. Uh, you know. No, <laughs> I Thanksgiving your Thanksgiving table. No, I don't have a lot of respect. Probably everyone for that in his family guy. hates. Too them. bad because like my kids love the movie Home Team where he had the year off. Yeah. But he, he's still like Kevin James actually plays Sean Payton well because like you kind of like Kevin. James. I never saw that movie. You should. I like Kevin James. Yeah, but he, I hate but, Sean like, Payton. He's playing Sean Payton, and Kevin yeah. James like oh, he's kind of a dick. Was that yeah. the year off because of Bounty Gate? Year, yeah, it was the year oh, off. Oh, weird, of Gate, weird. Yes. Yeah, shouldn't have a year off. It's really. a good movie though. My, like I'm sure, my, my my kids like it. Here's my Broncos take for the year. Jar- by week seven, Jarrett Stidham is the starting quarterback of the Denver Broncos. How I about, mean, yeah. How about, about that for a take? Russell talk Wilson. About, talk about a team of douches. You're right. Like. Russell Wilson and Sean Payton teaming up. That's like that's like a douche all-star team. The douche all-star team. What's crazy too is the fact that like Russell Wilson last year after like, did you hear all the stuff that he had an office upstairs yeah. like with like the GM and stuff and how, how that, that if I'm a player and like after a game Russell Wilson's not in his locker, he's upstairs in his office hanging with Sierra. I'm like, "I that's not a leader. I don't want him playing quarterback no, like, for my team." Yeah, he's like no. not not approachable. Jared Stidham starts by week 7 for them. That's he, my, that would be unbelievable. Yeah. Uh-huh. That would be unbelievable. I like Stiddy, man. Yeah. 
He's not, oh, yeah. Steady. Raiders, Steady. Right? There's was he the Raiders last year? Yeah. yeah. There's a hot take. He be, he actually, X, he was, W, and C podcast. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. Hot. Uh, uh, you guys took away my, because I was going to open the podcast by talking about, do you guys hear about the name change? You guys are going to be like, oh, the community. And I was going to be like, no, we're going to change the name of our podcast because Kurt's in here <laughs> now. Kurt! He's like a staple now. Let's go. Yeah. You guys know too. He, he belongs here. They use me for my Mac. It's okay. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm getting true. a Mac. I'm kidding. W just bought me a beer, so I use him for the fact that he brings me beers. Yeah, it's all about, it's give and take. So you speaking know? of yeah. using people for like everything, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry Jones. Ugh. Jerry Jones. No, no, we'll get back to that. Is Jerry, <laughs> we're not, no, this is, we're here now. Oh, we're oh we, no, made, okay, we made we're it here. back. We're back w to the Cowboys. Says we're here. So Jerry Jones is correct with his comments. <laughs> and the Dallas Cowboys are a threat to win the NFC East. Everybody in the NFC East is put on hold. Like, watch out, Dallas Cowboys, here we come. Good vibe, bad vibe. X, go. This is a hard question for me to answer because this is like you with Aaron Rodgers. So am I going to do the same thing that you do with Aaron Rodgers and and, and I, succumb, I turn the corner. So come to turn the corner. Mm. I'm Heck a, no. I'm objective. Cowboys should be nine and eight. <laughs> wow. I don't know if they're. Gonna they have nine and eight written all over them. I think they eight get, well, nine. Here's the thing. Did you? There's another thing that was so it's a, it's the Jerry Jones comments, but whatever. That who cares? He, you're right. He's just an old guy talking. Right. He does that all the time. He has his own. He's on. The, he makes an appearance every week on a radio show. Talks crap. But there's like, a, did you hear about in training camp, Kurt? Training camp. Training camp, Kurt. They were, uh, the, the, I guess a defense was saying unspeakable things to Dak, chirping, talking shit, saying things you should never say to your quarterback. Just oh, like that happened. Out, talk, that yeah. happened. I, I don't know. Like, this just, just the Cowboys just seemed to seem like the over-promising, under-delivering, oh, come, come up small when it's big moments. Dak, is, his regular season record is impressive. I think it's like 66-31 and 31 or something crazy. I mean, I would, I would give anything for that. So what what season, has changed about the Cowboys? They still have Mike McCarthy, who is a shit coach. That's what's that. Okay, there you go. You don't have to say anything else. What's changed? Dak Prescott is still their quarterback. I rewatched. Has, has, has won one playoff game. Yeah, right. Two, one, two play, and four. Two and four. Okay, yeah. sorry. They beat Tampa Bay last year, who I think the three of us and Chase Young could have beat Tampa Bay last year. <laughs> Maybe not Chase Young, but us three could have. <laughs> us three could have. Yeah. All right. So like, what's changed about the Cowboys? No. So Gilmore, Stephon Gilmore. I, is that a big change? Like he's okay. He's a good player. No, but I no, think yeah, player, that but, is good with him and Diggs. But, but Diggs gave up the, the most. Like didn't he give up like the most passing yards? Yeah, the, he's he is home run or strikeout. Yeah. Like he's either going to intercept it or he's going to get toasted. Yeah. Um. But I I don't know Dallas. I think that defense can be very good. Obviously, Micah Parsons, one of the best players yes. in the NFL. Gilmore Lawrence. and Diggs at, at corner. I know Gilmore's on like the back nine of his career. Don't get me wrong. I I don't think he's the same guy he was five years ago. Of course not. But like. That's a savvy NFL vet. Like that if and in an NFC that I really think sucks, I think they can make some noise. And like I if you look at their their uh their receivers too. CeeDee Lamb is a NFL number 1. CeeDee Lamb is very good. Michael Gallup gets no credit. He's very good. And then they go out and they get Brandon Cooks this year. Brandon Cooks yes. is very good they're too. They're deep at wide receiver. Schultz is. I gone. think that they, they're sold Schultz on Tony gone. Pollard. He's a good, he's a great professional back. NFL running back. Very better, better than Zeke. Like, he is. If, they, yeah, if the they, test, the eye test. If they don't make the playoffs, it's on Dak Prescott, not McCarthy. And no. McCarthy. No, I mean, I'm, McCarthy is what he is. Well, he's he's a, an incompetent boob. You know I'm, what he is. I'm gonna mend. I, you know, nine and eight. That was me being emotional. I think they could be. They're, they're a talented team. You're right. On defense, they are. Really good. What's actually played, They played like? well against Tampa, played well against San Fran. They play the AFC East. That's tough. I rewatched yes. that San Francisco game. 
uh, th- there's so many stupid decisions. Like, like you know, they were punting with like two minutes to go, and and they had to get the they need to get the ball back. They were down by seven, and they were t- they took like thirty seconds to punt it. I mean, well, it's funny when they showed that last things, play. Yeah, that when game. Zeke is center. <laughs> I that mean, I'm telling you, stupid. McCarthy is a boob. He's the NFL boob. Incompetent boob. Yeah, he's just a big. He's not even a doofus. nice boob. No, he's yeah. like a he's not a good coach. Saggy boob. So so there, so you can't those. you can't win in the playoffs in the NFL with mediocre to poor coaching. Which they, I mean, not a there's not there's not a doubt that McCarthy's one of the worst coaches in the NFL. But I think Dallas is just that talented where they will again make the playoffs. But Their schedule is they're going to come up small. They come up small in the big moments, and that's what Dak does. That's what the Cowboys do, and that's what they will do. Schedule matters. They're scheduled. And I know it's like you know it's hard when you haven't seen the, like when games play out, blah blah blah. But like scheduling, what do we got hurt? The, their end of their schedule is tougher in the beginning of it. Um, the good news is they have start. twelve. They have twelve games against NFC teams. So that's, that's true. That's always good for so any NFC team. So from week thirteen on, Seahawks who made the playoffs last year, the Eagles who went to the Super Bowl, then they're at the Bills, at the Dolphins. Home against the Lions, who I think are going to be a playoff That's team. That's tough. Being and then going, at Commanders in Week 18. That's a tough end to your Buffalo, schedule. Going to Buffalo, going to Miami. Yeah. That's tough. That, no, it's tough. It's going to be tough. I mean, are they, are they at Washington last game of the year? At yeah, Washington. So going? I, I hit no. Why do they do that? Well, because, yeah, one of us is going to be out, either the Cowboys or the Skate, or both, or it's just, it's just dumb. Yeah. Like, like you. It doesn't never, make any I'm sense. I'm not going to that game. I am, no. going, I am going to the opening day game, by the way. Are you? Who they got? Arizona at home. NFL did one and zero, baby. Those, NFL did Washington a huge favor. Think about it. Not not only is it like what they're the one of the those probably, tickets are probably cheap, picked to be the man. worst team. I get the emails because I bought the tickets last year. <laughs> yeah, they? Like, yeah. It's going to be sold out. Commander. Oh yeah, absolutely. Could you imagine like so they did the not the NFL is such a favor because not only they, it's against a bad team, but it's a, a fan base doesn't travel like they if they start out like Eagles Cowboys opening day, you know then it would be you know. It's going to be a celebration. It's going to be a gosh darn celebration I of did, the exodus did, of Dan Snyder. I so did a lot of video of you your wanted, tailgate. So this could be a home goodbye bad vibe. Does Washington <laughs> have a home field advantage again? I believe they will. I, I believe fifth. like the first no four idea. or five weeks. I mean, depending how it goes, they are going to have a legitimate home field advantage. Think about like that parking lot X. <laughs> We've been in that parking lot a lot of times. Yeah. And like we, even like when things were bad and Dan Snyder was the owner, like shit was like, we've had some good times in that parking lot. People like to party. Well, there's some old school Redskins fans that yeah. love that team, no matter what, and people are gonna come out of the woodwork. I, I would, so there's that's always gonna be been, awesome. So there's always been them, the team. I I I I kind of you're one of. Them. I regretfully put myself in that category. <laughs> the team, the the people that don't. It doesn't matter what Dan Snyder did. Like they still are, are 100% into the team. That's a, the, the one third. That's me. I'm in there. Like I just, I'm Mark. I'm the easy Mark. But that there'd be 20,000 to 15,000. That's so sad. Redskins fans, they would be into it at those games, right? Yes. At the Tampa oh, yeah. game, of course, into it. That was but a great now game. Now what you have is everyone who is looking for a reason to come back. Like they're coming back now. Like in droves. I'm telling you, it's like, see. The, the 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 week one I've never said this before is a must win game, only to keep you the momentum going for the fans because like that right now you got to ride this and they have to. Oh, they Josh, can't lose Josh to Harris I feel one. is a smart you can't man lose. and I feel that he's going to ride this. Yeah, you can't he's lose. Make this experience amazing. Just little things he's done. He's put he's put stands on the in the training camp. He's put like 
you know, air conditioned facilities, stuff like that for fans to come to. Where like before it was a field. <laughs> yeah, Snyder put them in a field. I don't know if they even mowed the lawn. Probably not. And that was the training camp. And not like that. Just little things he's doing is like, you could tell it's like. But I I feel it's everything he's saying and doing is genuine. It seems so. I know it's weird to say that about a billionaire, right? But I feel that way. And he I feel said like, everything correct. Everything I, he's done since I he got like there. I feel like he's so smart. Like I think I think. He's he knows what's important to this fan base. Name change is important to the fan base. The the RFK site is important to the fan base. Fan experience, customer experience, winning, of course, is the most important thing. I wish want. all of you that are listening can look in the eyes of my friend X. I'm t- I have tears like he, streaming down my face. Is Passion locked the f in. He's gonna be at FedEx Week One, Arizona Cardinals. I don't think you guys Kevin understand. Kevin G and I'll see you there. Like, I hope that too. you understand. No, I've. Passion. I, I, you know, Livy's coming too. I'm bringing my daughter and my wife. She can learn some new words. <laughs> yes, she yeah, is. she is. I, I, I actually, I, I'm, I'm regretting it a little bit because it's going to be a lot of F. Dan Snyder chants. There's going to be a lot of things she hears. She's but, not, but here, you, your kids, she's heard them your before. Kids have to learn. She's heard me say that. That like Dan Snyder is a bad human being. That's what like, I explained he needs to, her. to I go. He's a big bully, Olivia. <laughs> the worst of the worst bullies. <laughs> what do you do with bullies? You stand. She goes. You kick him in the nuts. I'm like, no, wait, 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 Just wait, wait. But yes, yes do that. He, to yes. Big, like FedEx is gonna kick the shit, kick him in the nuts. Yeah. FedEx. It's, uh, it's you, gonna be unbelievable. Uh, but you're unbelievable. you're a hundred percent correct in the fact that you cannot lose week one to a Kyler Murray. Don't, don't Kyle, lose that game. Kyler don't Murray lose Murray Liss Arizona Cardinals can't no, do it. We can't. can't do it. Can't do it. And especially, you just I wish I was in the stadium that day. This momentum. That's gonna be fun. Come great. down. Now Put I'll on the like, calendar. I'll have seventeen. Calendar. I'll have seventeen. Soccer games. She doesn't care. I'll give her some. Like I'll give her some candy, and then you can come down at her place. I'm meeting Jenny down there anyway. She's like going to be in Charlotte. She's going to fly and meet me. Fantastic. So it could be me and you for a little bit. W. <laughs> my interrupting Good something. Times. Good times. Good All right. Are you, are you still looking at my eyes? Shift gears a little bit. I know you're like. We're in the FedEx Week One Cardinals. Go Commanders! Uh, such a, a Redskins game to everyone except for me. <laughs> he's he's pumped, and all the faithful that's coming back in Washington. So, Kurt, I'm going to ask you this: Good vibe, bad vibe? And I and I said this mm-hmm. to you the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill Belichick mm-hmm. need needs to get the pass to the playoffs, or else. Good vibe, bad vibe. <laughs> so, if you say good vibe, it means like he needs to win this year. If you say bad vibe, it means like. You think don't don't okay. be condescending. Well, no, 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 no. Do you I, think he's never done a podcast before? <laughs> yeah, who do you think you're talking to? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Podcast I'm kidding. Guy. I'm kidding. You're my guy. I'm, was this November? I'm, Me? Psst, nothing. I'm going to say bad vibe. Yes. Like, and that's what you said. I'm going to say bad vibe. So the way I think about this is Bill Belichick, I said it earlier, the product on the field for the Patriots this year might be light years better than it was last year. Last year's 8-9 and nine record, too, for the Patriots was a little skewed. Seven of their eight wins were against eight backup nine. quarterbacks. We destroyed you guys. Seven. Eight one. <laughs> Hell yeah, you did. Better <laughs> winning percentage. Yeah. Well, no, because you tied a game. We have the same amount of wins. So yeah. Same tough. winning percentage. We destroyed. But Patriots last year, seven wins of their eight were against backup quarterbacks. So it's like that record was was a little bit skewed. Their, off, skewed, their yes. offense was terrible. So the product might be way better, but you might lose competitive games. Like, say you go to Dallas in week four, and you lose 27-24. Please don't lose that game. I'll try, we'll try not to. But, like, I'm, it's like, okay, at least you didn't get run Shit, off the we field. Dallas, huh? Yeah, week four. You're going to go to that game? <laughs> Jeremy? Yeah. <laughs> after, we, after we play at the Jets in week three. Jerry World. Good. Shit. Yeah, not good. And we start with Philadelphia. Brady. 
Oh, Brady God. jersey. Here, we'll your talk t- about. Oh, no, Joel, wear it. your Brady Tampa jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I'll say about Bill Belichick. Kurt, no. I know, I know, I know. Here's what I'll say about Bill Sorry. Belichick. No, it's fine. It's all good in the hood. Um, what was the Bill, question? Talk <laughs> about Bill Belichick, bro. Uh, Bill Belichick. I think what would scare Rob, Robert Kraft is a businessman first and foremost. Reluctantly, I think at this point it's, it's well documented. He let Tom Brady go. Bill Bill wanted wanted Brady to go, and Kraft ultimately at the end of the day let him do that. So you lose the greatest quarterback of all time. He goes the next year and wins the Super Bowl. I think Robert Kraft has to be mindful. Like if if Bill Belichick and the Patriots go six and eleven this year, and he fires Bill Belichick next year. Bill Belichick will still be a coach in the NFL. He'll break uh, Shula's record for most wins of all time next year. And there's a there's a risk factor. If you let the greatest quarterback of all time go and then the greatest coach of all time go and they both have success after they leave you, that makes you look bad. And Bill bad. Belichick would not go to a team where he doesn't think he could win. He'd go to the like fucking he, Giants he, he and does, win. Well, he loves it, yeah. Like, he, he still has a special place yeah. in his heart for the Giants. He would win. That's Wherever well he went, he would win. Yes. He would win. And he I would not find like a way Bill to Bill Belichick win. when he's on the Giants. Those were the scariest, those most teams, terrifying those, defenses. Those defenses were unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. So, bad, one of the best bad vibe. What, what's your thought on that as an outsider view? Oh, Can, bad vibe. I, I, I mean, Bill Belichick, doesn't. he doesn't have to prove anything to anybody. Uh, now I'm thinking about it. He needs like, to compete. They can't be bad. He needs to prove he could win and compete without Tom Brady. And I don't think he really – like, I think he half has to prove that, if that makes any sense. Because – I don't think there's much of a question what you just said. He at least is in the conversation as one of the best coaches of all time. But it's it's, it's almost is it debatable? Am yes. I can I go to a, I think it's debatable. Whereas like Brady, it's hard to debate that now. Like it's hard to debate. Oh, you can't Brady. debate that now. Yeah, you can't. It's, like, it's impossible because and and everybody questioned that move when it happened. I will say I will yeah. say with Bill Belichick, uh, I with Tom Brady, obviously, like he. He won a lot, whatever. It's getting a little old now, his shtick. Like, you're not winning anything. You're still, like, screwing people over. Like, I'll go back to the DeAndre Hopkins thing even from a couple weeks ago. He's become a minority owner of, like, the Birmingham. Brady did, uh, yeah. Great Horned Owls. I yes. don't know what the, I don't know what the, and <laughs> the a, team is. And he's a minority <laughs> owner of the Raiders. No. And I, the Vegas Aces, the women's ba- WNBA team he's a minority owner of. Minority owner of the Raiders, and now... So is he officially minority owner of the Raiders? I yes. thought that wasn't going through for some No, he is. With him, okay. He is. Well, no. So man's a businessman at this point. But I didn't wh- know he had any money. I thought he was doing not doing that good. Well, in, in, his, divorce, <laughs> in his divorce with Giselle, he got her money because she was more rich than him. That's really? Crazy. Giselle made yeah, more wow. money than him. Like so he made like $90 million a year. So he got That's more than her. He like got that. half her money. I got to talk to Jenny. Yeah. She's doing right now. I know. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I just, I think that like Bill Belichick has, it's getting a little old. Like Bill Belichick wants to give you the contract that, you know, he thinks you deserve and then give you like incentives. Like you can earn up to this much, but you're going to have to compete to do it. Like DeAndre Hopkins, it would have been the same 15 million a year, but the base salary was like seven with the Patriots and it's 12 with the Titans. So DeAndre, it's like, I know I'm making 12 there no matter what. I can get to 15 with incentives. It's like, Bill, like you have all the fucking cap space in the world. It doesn't make any sense. Uh. Like, so is, so 
Is that Belichick or Kraft? I, That's Belichick. Like, but, like, why does he give a shit? So he's is getting really incentive? good deals on mediocre players. Yeah. like, Belichick? That used, to be, that used to be Bruce Allen when he was on Washington. It's very frustrating. But like, it's so and frustrating. Like, and here's the thing. That's why Kirk Cousins left. Here's the thing. The well, NFL Players Union is probably the worst union to Terrible. ever exist historically Terrible. in the history of mankind. Because of, like, that bullshit right there. Like, why does Belichick care? So It's not even his money. Here's, I, I never understand that. So Tommy Curran. Talk to me like I'm a head coach. Year old. Here's okay. Like, there's an interesting take, and I want, I want both your opinions on this. So uh, being well, the you want a cookie? <laughs> being the dweeb yeah, that I'm coming to cook you right now. Go get a go get go get a cookie. Being the dweeb that I am, get a cookie, he, is, by the way. he sure is. Um, the oh. fa- I listen to like Tom, I'm sharing cookies. <laughs> Tommy Curran and Phil Perry are two Patriots beat reporters who I trust more than like almost anyone. They're kind of in tap there uh, with what's going on. If you follow the money. For this year's New England Patriots team, it tells you Bill Belichick doesn't think they're going to do very much. That he's not paying anybody in free agency. They didn't really bring anyone in with big money. Everyone who they did bring in is on like one-year deals. I think Bill Belichick might be playing a waiting game. He's like, okay, she's Mets 2024. He's like, he's like the he's like Buffalo's Buffalo will take a step back this year. They got to they have to pay Stephon Diggs. They got to pay all these people. They're not going to take a step back in a couple of years. Miami, Tua can't stay on the field. They're going to take a couple steps back. Jets, Aaron Rodgers, what, there for two years? He's like, they're not going to be sustainable. Then they'll have to flip it all over again. I think Bill is trying to, like, play the slow game, which is weird because he's almost 80 years That's old. That's weird. But, like, but the way Tommy Curran presented oh, this. that guy no matter what. I, I'm, pres- I'm in 100% the w- agreement with you. The way he you, presented it, sense. it's like he doesn't trust this year's team. He's like, the AFC has 13 teams who are better than you. You're not gonna. You're not gonna compete for Super Bowl this year. Don't go out there and spend all this money and have it has a cap hit casualties down the road. Just try to keep drafting better, which they have the last couple of years, and then try to make a run in two years. But like again, for an older guy, that's a little a little strange to me. That's a that's and a smart s- take right there. I, it's I, a very I, smart I never take. would even have thought about that approach. But yeah, that Bill Belichick. But that it doesn't sounds make like, any sense because of, of like how old Bill Belichick is. Fossil. Well, he, what, does he eat avocado ice cream? Does he do the top Brady? Brady diet? I feel like he doesn't look good. Again, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm way off base right <laughs> I know. now. Like, His moves aren't as movie this spring. <laughs> no, I feel like Bill well, the hoodie hides that. I mean, like <laughs> lately, like too hovial. Yeah, and he's too like. I don't know if it's because of his wife is an attractive woman. Like, you guys listening to Patriots fans still? <laughs> it's unbelievable. I want, Tom Brady see, leaves. This is what they're doing. Here's, here's what I want. Hold Bill on. Belichick. Rumor is Bill Belichick and Linda Holiday broke up. Whatever. I, I want to see. Maybe he's going to the same place. Robert maybe he's Kraft getting laid. I know. Well, rub and tug, South Florida. Husker Jerry. But I want to see Patriots Robert. Fans? Kra- I want to see I know Bill Belichick miserable, like his hair messed up. He has that weird, crazy ass sweatshirt on, pissed off at the media. Every time I see Belichick, he's not that he now. He seems too jovial. No, no he's too nice what's right now. What's jovial mean? I'm sorry. He's I'm the happy. dumb guy. He's in the too podcast. happy right Look, now. He's too nice. Jovial? Yeah. Hovial. Whatever, jovial, jovial. Is jovial the word? Kurt, look, hey, I'll look it up. We have a producer. Jovial. Look that up. Jovial means happy, but I, okay, well, maybe I, it's jovial. Yeah, no, jovial is fine. It's not a word. That sound like a yes, yeah, like a whatever. I thought holy, I thought jovial. holy and jovial. I thought it was a cross. Like he was like he's religious. I'm like Belichick's not that religious. Jovial. No. You understand my point. Well, now I do. Jovial but you're not is cheerful words. and friendly. Yes. Hovial he, is not a word. He <laughs> seems to. Well, <laughs> this is the best. Can we make the title of the podcast Hovial? Yes. We have to. I want to be Ding there's Dong so, the Witch is Dead, but that is there's good. There's so many good 
Because we could <laughs> name it like Shawshank Redemption. Hoville. Like Kurt doesn't know what Shawshank means. These walls that, are okay, funny. Okay, back to that. I checked that too. That came out in 1994. I was negative two. But that doesn't matter. It does Kurt. matter. No, it does I not. I don't watch old We're things. We're talking about Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> that means We're nothing not to me. About, like, Means nothing to me. We're not talking about like a first well, year like Lion King. I don't. I didn't. Well, really, Lion King. You, should, you, probably, you, probably watch, you watched the Lion King, right? Once I didn't like yeah, it. Yes, nineteen ninety three. Kind of scared me. Mufasa, or whatever his name was, <laughs> he well, freaking. Yeah, 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 he's a scary. All guy. right, yeah. let, all right. So he looks like Belichick. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> We're gonna end with this. Okay. We're gonna say happy birthday to Tom Brady. Tom Brady today is forty six years old. <sighs> you know who else turns forty six in twenty seven days? W. You good pal, Dubs. Jesus. It's my friend over so, there. So. You old? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. You're the same age as Tom Brady? Yes. He's older than me. He's 27 days. I'm not that much dude younger than him either. His, his, his cheeks are sucked in. Oh, He's yeah. In good shape. There's pretty He's people. Had some work. I mean, there's. Poor. I have had no work. Fuck, man. I look good. There's ugly people and there are rich people because rich people, like, Tom has had so much work done to his face. Like, it's bizarre. It's, it's weird at this point. It almost makes me not like him, but I still love him. It's guy. weird at this point. Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's like Michael Jackson. So. All right, relax. Yeah. <laughs> Settle right, down, pal. Right, like it's like that. I mean, it's not a, that extreme, but anyway. So, happy birthday to Tom Brady, August third. You know, what? There's, there's a lot of people that I know that had birthdays August third. Me too. Like, what happened nine months? Is that like Cri- New Year's? around? You know, Christmas. Christmas? Yeah. Ooh. A little freaky. Yeah. Shit yeah. got weird when Santa was coming down the chimney. <laughs> yeah. Something in the produce section. <laughs> I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. If you know what I'm saying, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, where, where was I going with this? So I don't know. Kurt, yes. Tom Brady's forty-six years old today, mm. and and Tom Brady has, has had some amazing moments in his career. What is the greatest Tom Brady Tom Brady Hovial. moment? Hovial. Jovial. <laughs> what is the greatest Tom Brady moment? Go. Okay, so for me again, I've t- like seven times on this podcast. I'm twenty-seven years old. So I've really got into football in like middle school. So that was like right after the 2007 undefeated season when they lost in the Super Bowl. Yep. Like that was like the first Super Bowl I, that they played in and lost, and I was like I was upset about it. They lost again in 2011 to the Giants <laughs> again. And then when they won the Super Bowl, it was my freshman year of college in 2014 against the Seahawks. That run from the divisional game against – the Ravens, when you were down two touchdowns twice, and Tom Brady brings you back, and you go out and you thrash the Colts or whatever, and then you go win the Super Bowl against the Legion of Doom, who had just – or Legion of Boom, whatever the fuck it was. Yes. Um, Hovial. Hovial. Yes, <laughs> exactly. They won the Super Bowl the, the year prior. Like, yeah, they're – the Seahawks are being talked about, oh, is it a dynasty? Are they going to go back-to-back? No one's done that since the Patriots. Tom Brady goes after not – he hadn't won a Super Bowl in 10 years. No. Like, the Patriots were on the verge of, like, you're good, but, you, you you know, you're old news at this point. And if he had lost that Super Bowl and he had lost – he had won his first three and then lost his next three, I don't know if the arc of Tom Brady's career looks like it does now. I don't know if that whole second so maybe, half of the so dynasty – So maybe 28 to 3 doesn't happen. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Like, do they – like? I don't know if Tom Brady's you just, career you looks gave like away that. Your, uh, top moment, so my my biggest Tom Brady my oh, biggest Tom Brady takeaway was that Ravens game in the divisional round that they were down two touchdowns twice and he came back and he brought them back and they won and ultimately went back to the Super Bowl and then were down ten points to Seattle in the fourth quarter and won that whole 2014 playoffs That's the deflate the deflate gate bullshit 
as a son of a weatherman, let me tell you about some. Let me tell you about <laughs> some cold weather and how it deflates things. All right, like that whole thing was is is my like that. Well, I really got into the Patriots back. So then. here's the thing, like X and I, we we legit do not rehearse anything. Not yeah. one. I think you guys could thing. probably tell you, all <laughs> you your listeners. Tell. And pretty obvious. Kurt and I, Hopefully. like our we our moments are exactly aligned. Like my hell yeah, the greatest moment for me in, with Tom Brady is, and I said this like this is what scares me about Aaron Rodgers. Mm. He's in fu mode. Yep. All right. If you we're deep in the podcast, so I can say it. Like Aaron Rodgers in fuck you mode. Yeah. Tom Brady in fourteen fifteen. Mm-hmm. That like when he went against you know the uh, the Ravens, you know, the Seahawks, the Legion of Boom, like yep. he was in fuck you mode. Yeah, and, he, and like that fourth quarter of that Super Bowl, Tom Brady was just that was absurd, unbelievable. Nails. Like again, like we could talk about the Falcons game because like it's that was the easy one. That was the easy like oh you're down twenty to three. That was like that was unbelievable. But like but like where he like from a mental standpoint from like like you said like he had not we, we he lost the two in 07 and eleven they were undefeated. You know, 11, they should have won that game as well. Should have won that it's, one. It had been 10 years since they won a Super Bowl. And in, in that Super Bowl against Seattle in that fourth quarter, like, I think that was his moment. I know it was the interception that, like, ultimately won the game. Yeah, but, like. But, Tom, they were down 10 points in the fourth quarter, eight minutes to go. Yeah, I know. It's it's what's absolutely co- incredible against, and against one of the best defenses to ever exist. To ever exist. That I don't think, I think that's what's, you know. People don't talk about enough that defense. I, people joke about the what 86, 85 Bears, 86 Bears, whatever. I don't know what that team was. I was not around, but like that's my version of whatever you guys, old people, call like that Bears team because that defense, <laughs> that defense for Seattle was absurd. That defense was absurd with Sherman and Bobby Wagner in the middle. I mean, defense. it was. Just, X was at my house that game. Cam Chancellor at the safety. The best part of that game. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, that's all I had to say. It's just so that, the that's... best part of that game is like, if you remember, so you were a freshman in college. I was. If you remember, the next day was a snow day. I remember. And they canceled school during the uh, Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah. And and then like it was on. I had two <laughs> kids at the time. We put them to bed. Oopsies hadn't happened yet. X X and his his lovely wife were over our house. We were watching the game, and like when that interception happened, X. Was that the loudest you've ever seen me? Like I ran up and down the, my hallway. You've been loud a lot. But that, that was pretty loud. Yeah, I was I screaming. Have, you nuts. Yeah. That is the greatest Tom Brady moment of all time. I have zero shame. Zero. I sobbed like a fucking baby. <laughs> I <laughs> sobbed in college in my common room. I would have done. The same I thing. sobbed. Yeah. So like that ugly been, cry. That must have been your greatest moment, right, X? Yeah. <laughs> seeing you scream. No, I would say 2021 at FedEx Field. When Taylor Heineke beat, no, I'm just kidding. I was like, you I w- sicko. <laughs> I, I um, I don't know. Like I, for me, like I'm not obviously as vested in Tom Brady as you guys, but I just remember why not 2018 in uh at Arrowhead where it seemed like Tom Brady and the Pats were Ooh, done. That's this is a good one. No, that's and a really he, good one. Uh, oh shit! Tom Brady went to Arrowhead and just and, and they took the Chiefs down in overtime. Um, Mahomes, you know, the new kid in town, said, nope, not yet. And then they did that. And then afterwards, Brady and Gronk did that video. Yeah. Like, we ain't go 
uh, uh, da, da, uh, we ain't going nowhere. Like, yeah. right now. Yeah. The fact that he I was that like, Jesus Christ. That's an amazing I, Because me, someone like me, I'm like, my God. I'm like, this guy cannot stop winning. He can't and stop. What's pretty, At that point, it was like already all. like He was already like the GOAT, right? And then he still kept What's on. pretty crazy about 2018, too, is the fact that like – so 2018 was – Josh McDaniels late in that season was like, we can't throw the football. Like, they lost – in Miami, and they lost in Pittsburgh late in the 2018 season. And then people were like, oh, shit, this team isn't going to go anywhere. Josh McDaniels exactly. like, was like, fine, we're going to run the ball down your throat. So that was a Sony Michelle year when he was a rookie. Yes. Sony Michelle, that first game, Retired. They, they played the Chargers, and they blew the Chargers out of the water. Everyone picked the Chargers to go into New England and win. And that's when Tom Brady put that quote out about, like, yes. oh, everyone thinks interview. we suck, and, like, yeah, we'll see. And then they go down the road in Arrowhead, and they take down Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Yeah. And then they obviously go win the Super Bowl. But, like, they they were a run-heavy team in that Chargers game. They were a run-heavy team in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady won them the AFC Championship Is that the Rams Super Bowl 2018? Yes. Yeah. Terrible oh, yeah. Super Bowl. Bad Super Bowl. Terrible Super Bowl. But like, Made the throw when he had to. Tom Brady hit three third and tens in overtime. Edelman, Edelman, Gronk. I feel like I'm, my like, autism brain's working a little bit right now. But, <laughs> yeah. like, it's like – it's like <laughs> yeah. Football autism. Yeah, it's like – it's like – those three throws in overtime, it's like, my God. Like, that's just Tom Brady his best. That's a really good moment. I'm, I'm impressed that so, so I, that's <laughs> brought impress- that up. Yeah. X. Well done. <laughs> Cheers. Listen, this is not rehearsed, by the way. And I, I hope – this is probably the last time we ever talk about Tom Brady on our podcast. Probably. Yeah, right. Happy birthday. I think yeah, it's over. Probably. It's over. Happy birthday, Tom Brady. It's been a great time. So we're not going to talk on our football podcast. We're not going to talk about the greatest football player of all time. Maybe I mention not. him, but like maybe no. not. Okay, this no, is more than football, X. Sam Howell, fine. <laughs> or in <laughs> Sam Howell, baby, let's go. So this was an amazing time. Fun. This was an amazing night. So the, the, a lot of our listeners don't know because they always hear me excited about my team, but they don't understand what this means. But I'm back. Yes, he's back. You said you're back before, but like. Now it's like legit. No, no, like you, no. I wish you guys could see his eyes. Like the handcuffs are off. It's, he's on. You can't restrain shackled. me anymore. Or may I just say the straitjacket. Ding dong. The witch is dead. <laughs> Ding X. dong. The witch is dead. This was a very hovial podcast. It was it? hovial. It was. I'm glad we're all hovial feeling hovial tonight. Shit, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good night. Goodbye. See you. Later. <laughs>